Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What do we do, a quick four hours? If we can do four hours, that'd be great. Welcome to the Lightweights Podcast. You can't just start it like that, man. You got to give me a three, two, one. I don't do three, two, ones. I do five, four, threes. So do you want me to start at five? Start now. Give it up for Zach Justice. Thank you so much. I don't want anybody to give it up for me. That's final. You know what? Everybody in the comments, do not give it up for Zach. Everybody leave a hate comment. Leave a hate comment for Zach down below now. Now. Hate. Hate him. I want to see the meanest comment. Five, four, three, two, one. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Lightweights Podcast. This week, I'm here with Joe Volpis of the Volpis Clan. Clan, um, White Hat Clan, Weird um, Grand Wizard Energy. How are you feeling today? Really good. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm really looking forward to being on this podcast. Of course. So you've you're recently married. Recently, yes. And how do you like it so far? It's been incredible. It's changed my life. Okay, but you told me that. Um, that's weird because I wanted to talk to you about you leaving the Dropouts podcast, which is crazy. Yeah. Wasn't that the clickbait last time? Yeah, but it did well. You're going to do it again? <laughs> yeah. He's leaving again. Why are you joining over here? Well, I man? leave every week and then I come back every week. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just That's... like my dad, except for the coming back every week part. Is your dad actually gone? Uh, well, now I'm old enough to live on my own, so I don't think he's really gone. We just live in separate places. I but did... I did grow up with my mother. Had some fun conversations. Don't switch this interview on me, man. How's your dad? My dad's great. Everybody still together with your mom? Yeah, they're still ah, hooking so up. So you're the other statistic. Yeah, I'm. I'm the forty nine percent. Gotcha. Did your parents divorce young? Were they young or was I young? Were you young? I was two. Do you remember it? Of course not. <laughs> Next question. How'd your mom gift you a car? Where'd you get this information? You probably listen to my podcast. What a random thing to bring up. There's no segues in this? You segued right into it. We I segue into it. We were talking about parents. God. Bring Paul Blart here if you want to segue into something. Okay. So how my so the, it is a funny story. So my mother, I didn't get a car until my senior year um, because I just waited to get my license because I just really didn't care about driving. Did you pass your test right away? Uh, yeah. Passed you, my seem, you strike me as the guy that takes like three times. Oh, why is that? Uh, three or four times. Gotcha. My you, friend, you strike me as a guy that hasn't blinked this entire podcast, and it's really creeping me out. Okay. I don't have eyelids. I, oh, did you know, in Germany in World War II, the Nazis would cut off the Germans' eyelids, so their the eyes. The Nazis would, would cut off the Germans. Oh, sorry. I mean, same people. Like the Nazis would, they would cut off um, the soldiers' eyelids so they'd stay awake and like, continue to shoot people. That's crazy. Did you know? Not every single one, but. Did you know Hitler used to take meth? So that he could stay up for longer periods of time. I didn't know that. Are you a World War II buff? I love World War II. It's pretty insane. I don't love what happened. I love that we won. That was um, weird that you loved it that quickly. I I do enjoy World War II cinema. Can I get back to the story about my car? Yeah. Goodness, this is my podcast. Anyway, I know it's called Lightweights, even though I don't drink. Don't worry about that. I'm going to fix the branding. I didn't even think about it. I was thinking about lightweights because I'm a lightweight human being. Well, I normally was my entire life. Recently, I have beefed up since tearing my ACL and gaining weight. Regardless, back to me. Um, so my mother, she was wonderful enough to purchase a car for me. And my friends and I, we would go to the local Dairy Queen because that was kind of like the only restaurant we had in town. So before tennis practice, after school, we'd go to the local Dairy Queen. We'd grub up on some chicken. And we would just hang out before we had to, you know, toss balls back and forth. What a weird hangout spot. We didn't have much. It was a one-stop like town. I used to go to 7-Eleven. I've I'd heard of it. We didn't have one. I'd hang out at the Taco Bell. I gotcha. We didn't have one. Where'd you grow up? South Georgia. Town of a thousand. Nahunta, Georgia. Do you have... We're never going to get to the car thing, are we? We will. Okay. Like 35 minutes in. Do I have what? What's that fast food place? Checkers? No. The other one. Crystals? No. Cart food? Food box? Food box. <laughs> no, that's not uh, it. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. Food it, cart? It's like, it's only in the South. They have like $5 boxes. It's the best fast food. Cookout. Cookout. 
We did not have a cookout. Oh. I had cookout a lot. Is it good? Cookout, when you are of low income descent, like I was for a significant portion of my life, and you roll up and you can get copious amounts of nutrition. I shouldn't have said nutrition. Copious amounts of calories in you for a, a crisp $5 bill. It is a good time. It almost looks like a mix of Sonic and Sonic. Okay. So it's like a, it's almost like inbred with itself. It's yes. like two twins got together and, and had sex. And they were like, let's see what comes out. And they have the same name because their parents weren't creative. And then they don't have to go to the... And the sex was fast because it was like Sonic the Hedgehog. It was and, like two Sonics. And then they don't have to go to social security offices and change their last name because they already have it. Yeah. That's why I want to one day marry Victoria Justice. So I want you to marry someone whose first name is Justice. Justice Justice. But what if they're also a judge? They're Justice Justice Justice. Have you thought about that? Just did. So how I got the car? Okay, so we were all at the Dairy Queen. My friends and I are hanging out. And, you know, we're being jovial. We're throwing banter back and forth. And then my mom rushes into the door and she's like, Zach, I just got into a huge car crash. The other people are hurt. Please help me. Come outside. No way. Swear. So obviously I jolt to my feet and I sprint outside and I look around and then she just has this big smile on her face and she goes, surprise. I'm like, what? Where, where is everybody? Where's the blood? Where uh, is anybody okay? She's like, no, look. And there was a 2004 Toyota Solera. And I'm like, what? Is that the car that hit? And she's like, no, that's yours. It's your car. Oh, wow. I bought you a car. And I'm like, so no one's hurt. She's like, no, no, you don't like it? I'm like, you. I thought someone was dead. I thought someone had deceased recently because of your actions when you came into a Dairy Queen. Your mom was a content creator before being a content creator was cool. Exactly. It's still not cool. But she said, um, she, yeah, she's like, I just, did, I didn't know how to tell you, so I panicked. And I was like, and so you went with death, but you went with vehicular manslaughter is what came to your mind and you're like she's like yeah but you like it i'm like yeah she's like you're not you don't i don't know you doesn't seem like you like it i'm like mom my heart's racing because i thought there was death was your mom always quirky and hilarious like that uh yeah she, she wasn't attempting to be though but i feel like she was Ooh. no she would definitely wasn't this was not like a big ruse this was like i'm excited to give you a car but she wasn't attempting to provide comedy she just wanted kind of like a you know slip of the tongue she wanted to make out with you is what you're saying no That'd be your mom with me. That's what you just said. I would make out with your mom, yes. No, you haven't. What's the oldest? I you've would. Ever, what was the oldest you've ever smooched? How old your mom? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. <laughs> yeah. The oldest I've ever smooched? Yeah. I feel like you're a cougar hunter. You no. strike me as a guy who really watched a lot of porn growing up. I really didn't. Um, I'm not a big porn guy. Uh, I do have an opinion on porn. I don't care if people watch porn. You just don't want to be in it? I don't want to be in it anymore. <laughs> um, you do want to be in it, but you don't want to be like... No, I want to have a bigger penis in it. Right. Yeah, yeah. The people watch my porn, they're like... Is that Tiny Zach? Yeah. And I'm like, no, that's regular Zach with a tiny penis. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I just feel like porn kind of... It desenses... I don't know if it desens... It definitely desensitizes you. But it allows your mind not to look at women the same you really think that i definitely I, I definitely do like you don't get aroused in the same way like you, you you get so hooked to getting aroused by watching other people have sex i feel like when you're actually having sex with a woman it's it's a very foreign experience what makes you think this um i i just have my i, I just have my hypothesis on it that's okay if you can think differently I I, I, don't I have a lot of friends that, that do the pornos, and I think you can do whatever you want. You have friends who are in porn? Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Who? You don't have friends that are in porn? We're in LA. Yeah, I don't have friends that are in porn. Though. I have a friend named Holly that's in porn. She also does stand-up comedy. Very lovely gal. So, why are you smiling so big, man? Do you want to see it? <laughs> I can't tell if you're fucking let's, with me. Let's cut to a... What? Look up Holly. Go to my following. If you look up Holly, she does porn. And you're actually friends with her, or you're like internet friends with her? No, we uh we went to an open mic together to practice uh, stand up comedy. I'm on your close friends. Ugh, I shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. Oh yeah, Holly Day. Yeah. I had this thought today. I sure hope so. What do you think your ideal heaven would be if it could just be any moment in time from your life that you wanted it to be? So for me, I just pictured TGI Fridays, 2000s edition. 
And there's just mozzarella sticks and quesadillas and chicken tenders coming out nonstop. Maybe some nachos from Applebee's. They're like, hey, we got this by accident. Do you want it? That's your heaven? Yeah. But do you, do you, in this scenario, do you ever get sick of those foods? Like, do you get full? Or is it just... No, like, you don't get full. Yeah. It's heaven. And you don't gain weight. And there's no calories in heaven. But you can't leave that TGI Fridays. You can. That's part of heaven. Then what else is there in heaven? Maybe I walk out of that TGI Fridays... Again, two thousands edition, not the new one. It sounds like you just want to live in Glendale. No, because when you walk out, there's a boat, and it's a TGI Friday. Sounds like on you just want to live in Florida. It's on. It's on the water. Still Florida. <laughs> yeah, heaven's Florida for you. I don't know about that. Yeah, and Hitler's there doing meth. He does do meth. Um, I brought you something today. A present. Yeah. Cash. Okay, I'm going to have you open it up, and then you're going to tell me why you think... I bought this for you like two or three days ago. Oh, wow. Here. Why are you holding it like that? It looks like a gun. It's not a gun. If oh. it was a gun, I'd do this. <laughs> Is it from this store, the Shoe Palace? Yeah. Okay. I saw it, and I thought of you. Is it white socks? Did Caitlin tell you to get me white socks? No. I don't talk to Caitlin unless I see her in passing, and I go, how's the marriage going? <laughs> you do. Yeah. This is a shirt. It's a shirt, and I'm opening it. Jurassic Park shirt? Well, I because I saw it on your... Um, so I was in the store. How do you know I love this movie? Because you put this on your story, and I read it. Yeah, I love Jurassic Park. Yeah, so I didn't know if you were joking or if this was if you actually really like Jurassic Park. So I saw that. I was like, oh, this is a really cool Jurassic Park shirt. So um, that's your gift. Yeah, it's, one of, it's the first movie I ever watched in theaters. I figure you're a large, but that looked really small. I don't know about a large. I wear large. But I figured uh, a large, larges look really small, so that's the actual large. You might have to wash it for it to fit. Oh, you got me an extra large? Yeah. The largest, w- it's, for whatever reason, was really small. This is really thoughtful. Well, yeah. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Thank you for giving this to me. Yes, sir. Anyway, that was it. That was sick. I also was going to bring, because I didn't know you had the setup, I was going to bring mic stands. Oh, because last time we didn't have mic stands? Yeah, yeah. I thought it'd be funny. That was like four months ago. You haven't seen my podcast since? I've seen the clips. But it's so close up. Actually, no. And sometimes you post older clips so people are holding it. Right. And then I was bringing them and Jared's like, no, he has a setup now. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Was Jared upset when you told him that you were quitting the pod? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I I made him quit. I'm still on it. Oh, it's still your podcast. Yeah, man. I'm the one that came up with the idea. Come on. Actually? Yeah. Who presented who the idea of dropouts? Um, So originally it was a show called Zack Steiner. And we were doing it and I wanted to do it like similar to between two ferns. Um, You'd be good at that. That's your style of comedy. Yeah. But I mean, at the time I didn't really know anyone. So very limited on guests. And then also we filmed it. Like, I don't know. It just felt a little unoriginal. Did you ever release it? No. Yeah. So have you ever reacted to it? Yeah. I think we did on a podcast once like a long, long time ago. Um, but we, and then COVID hit and we had all this, we had a fifties diner and we had all this equipment and I always loved the name dropouts. So I was like, we'll do dropouts. And then we had a fifties diner as a background and it didn't make sense, but we just kept it. So I'd like to think it's like, all right, you drop out and you go work at a diner, but you know, who knows? You've had a lot of success with your podcast. Your mom. What? Sorry. I, some, (laughs) So <laughs> you've had a lot of success with your podcast, no? Uh, it depends if you ask. I mean, I you've had Ray Romano on. That's I've huge. heard of him. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a very nice guy. Uh, we never really introduced it, guys. Zach Justice is here from the Dropouts podcast. He is joining Lightweights. No, we'll never join this show. We're in talks of what? You joining Lightweights? Your family? I'll at, join your family as the I'll be your stepdad, the lead co-host. I'll ground you. I'll ground you immediately. Have you ever done? Anything? You're not seeing Caitlin. Have you ever seen any? Have you ever done anything sexual in public? My gosh, yes. When uh, movie theater, grad night. Yeah. This episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning platform available on desktop or as an app, and that it truly immersifies you in the language that you want to learn. 
Maybe you have an upcoming international trip or you want to connect with a family or a friend. I know a lot of people who want to learn a new language just to pick up a new hobby. I can personally attest to this as I used Rosetta Stone when I went to Italy for my honeymoon. It helped me brush up on the Italian that I learned back in school and I was able to get through the land and speak the native language. It made it so much more fun, plus my wife loved it. They're the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. There's no English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language. Plus, there's lifetime membership and access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. Don't put off that language learning. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Lightweight's podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language learning courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. It's the Joe Guarantee. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking we could pull one of the best autographs in the game, but guess what? With zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now, when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. What I love is the display of the available cards, the hit rates, and the grading. Arena is a marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, displaying. And with Arena Club Slab Packs, they're revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your pulls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling. You can have them officially graded by Arena Club. The Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent, with a full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. So whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have to check out. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash lightweights. Wow, that's a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's $40 right there. Anyways, go to arenaclub.com slash lightweights for 10% off your first purchase. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Grad night, but at a movie theater. Yeah. This was a different time. I feel like the movie theaters. Okay, movie theaters better. So grad night. What movie? That's what I'm going to get to. So uh, my girlfriend at the time... We went to go see a movie. Let's we were, call her Henry for the sake of the story. Okay, we'll call her uh, uh, Beth because Henry's a boy's name. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Beth and I are going to the movies and, you know, we're, we're young whippersnappers. But you pick we, her up? We can go see R-rated movies. Yeah. Usually she drives to my house because we live 30 minutes away and then the movies is 30 minutes away from my house. So she would like meet here and then we'd go there. You meet on the internet? No, we met in person. Small town. We didn't have internet. Okay. <laughs> so we meet up we go to the movies and we're gonna go see this flick i don't remember what it was but we couldn't get in because she forgot our id so it's like all right we can't go see the already movie and we're like we're definitely 18 over we could have been 19 i don't know how old but they're like we don't believe you you're not getting into this movie so we decided to go see i think it's called 90 minutes in heaven or god something about god it was a very christian movie and um i received fellatio inside the theater were you all alone no, there were other there were people in front of us, but nobody like nobody would turn around because the movie's forward. So it's like great place for a little head action. Wow. Yes. That's freaky deaky. Thank you. Did they sell condoms in your bathroom at the movie theaters? No. They did at mine. Well, I lived in the Bible Belt, so you were really getting the Bible Belt. A lot that of people night. down there believed that condoms were against God's plan because if He wanted you to have a child, He would let you have a child and if he didn't he would stop the conception which is always struck me as a okay really oh also uh at my high school my teacher actually it wasn't my teacher so in my high school there was a a, a teacher he taught science i forgot what what it might have been biology i don't know what it was but he refused to teach evolution 
even though it was on the end of school test because he was so Christian, he refused to teach it. He's like, this isn't real and I'm not teaching it. So his kids would just fail that portion of the end of the school test. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. How big was your school? Like a thousand. Which a thousand to twelve hundred, but the town was only a thousand. There's only um so this county had everybody went to this one school, but the town I was in, um, was only a thousand people. Moving from Georgia to here. Correct. Was, was that a mind fuck? Well, I was originally born in Las Vegas, Nevada. So you went from Vegas to Georgia to LA? Yes. Because my mom met a guy in eHarmony when I was ten years old. And he proposed during happy hour of a Margaritaville, at a Margaritaville in Vegas. Romantic. Yeah. When Jim Buffett was still here. And she said yes? She did say yes. Are they still together? No. They divorced. Did you like him? It was my second divorce in my life. So, that's life. Why are you looking up, man? I'm looking at God. I'm just wondering no, why. He's he not would... looking at you. I can promise you that much. I'm just wondering why he would put you through that twice. You probably had sex out of wedlock. And I'm going to email God immediately. Me? Yeah, I know you did. What does wedlock mean? What? Uh, being married. I had sex after I got married? No, you probably had sex before you got married. No, we waited. No. Yeah, we did. I used to ask Caitlin every time I saw her. I was like, you stick that in you? And she would go, a little bit. She would tell me that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not dealing with it. I always thought Caitlin was older. No, she's not. She carries herself very maturely. Yeah, she's great, huh? She's also a business owner. She is. She's very young. How long has she been owning a business? Uh, her whole life. That's crazy. Yeah. And she's she's just a little baby child. Yeah. You're a cradle she, robber. But she always loved water parks. Okay. She loved going down slides. It's like one of her favorite things. She loves slides. And tubing. She loves inner tubing. Are you dating a fourth grader? What's going on here? Did you ever hook up with anybody in inner tube? I thought you were about to say fourth grader. Um, <laughs> wow. That's what you're trying to... That's it. You're trying to segue over to that? I didn't... That was a natural segue. God, you got to work on your segues, brother. That was a natural. You, you, you got to just start coming out and asking it. That was spot on. I mean, because we saw it from a mile away. That was smoother than a baby's body. Uh, yeah, I hooked up with a girl in an inner tube. Were you going down a slide? No, it was like the one they pull you behind a boat. Do you hook around a lot? No. Yeah, you do. No, these are just instances. This was with the same girl that was movie girl. Okay, because I asked people for stories about you, and they all they all have to do with hooking up. When did I hook up? With the exception of your mom giving you a car, which I, I don't know what happened in that car. You haven't told us. That car had a small back seat, and I wouldn't do anything to fairies in a small back seat because I'm a large man. <laughs> and you know that. Are these plants real? Yeah, they're dying. So what happened? You you hooked up in the back seat of a car? I mean, in an inner tube. No. Yes, but the boat was being pulled. What was a what's a hookup to you? Is it just making out? I feel like a hookup. I feel like making out is making out, and hookup is past making out, but it doesn't have to be sex. Round like second. Yeah, I feel like you get a little handsy. That's you got a fellatio on an inner tube. Nobody said I was the one receiving. You gave. What if you bit it? What if what if my mouth wasn't involved and this was just hand play, huh? <laughs> I was a puppeteer of that uh, coochie. You were a pianist? I didn't pee on her. I'm not R. Kelly. You know that. That's not true. You trying to figure out your next segue? Not yet. Hang on. Let me look at my notes. Thank goodness. Trying to think of this story. You remember one of the boys. We think Zach was liking a girl, thinking she's pretty, and Jared went out with her. And Zach always says Jared stole her girl, his girl. Jared was dating a... I was dating a girl. I was... Th- I liked You a had girl. a crush on a girl, and Jared swooped in at chapter 11 and stole her from you. I'm going to tell you what happened. So we were in line. Um, we were going to go see our buddy's play. He had written it. He was going to star in it. And in the line, there was these two wonderful women. One of brunette descent, one of blonde descent. The one with blonde hair, I told Jared, I said, wow, she's really pretty. I, I want to talk to her. Obviously, like without saying dibs, you're saying dibs. And not saying you should say dibs on women, but when you're talking to your friend, it's more of a, not that I'm claiming her as my own. But that's but, how it kind of works amongst it, the boys. But it's like, but it's like I would like, I would like to approach her, like, if that's okay. But and, in chivalrous times, if Jared had more of persuasion, would you have let him? No. 
Once you call dibs, that's it. No, for life. I'm the one that noticed her first. I was like, oh, I think that girl's really pretty. I want to talk to her. So you just have dibs on her for life now? Yeah. Yeah, she's mine. I've imprinted. I'm like, uh, whatever his name is, Wolf Boy. You're like a dog. You just peed on her. I just peed on her. <laughs> R. Kelly. Right back to it. So we are si- so we go into the venue to watch this play. And I notice these these damsels are sitting behind us. And I, I can smell the estrogen. You the know? two Danes that you spotted out before? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The brunette and the blonde of descent. So right I, behind you. Yeah, yeah. And Jared, he's not a man of action. He's not going to speak to them. But but me, I'll, I'll turn around. I'll I'll drop something so they can pick it up. Be like, oh, thank you. And they're like, oh, do you know John? That's who we came to see. They're like, And then I'm like, oh, yeah, we know John. Ah, da, da, da. And then we were talking. We all became friends. Was that sh- really your move? You dropped something? Um, I don't know how the, because this was years ago, I don't know how the interaction came to be, but I do like a subtle interaction. That's you know? your move. I've never tried that move. But you do Besides something. maybe that time. Like that's not like a normal move. I can tell you my DM move. We'll get into that after this. So we, I'm there and I'm, I'm speaking to, I'm speaking to the females of womanhood and we're, we're having, we're having witty banter. I'm getting Jared involved because there's another woman who is, who is equally as beautiful and, and he seemed to be vibing with her. We're all talking. We're exchanging numbers. Bop, bop, bop. And then afterwards, it's like, oh, we're all going to go hang out. We realize we all live in uh, North Hollywood. We all live near each other. And then I go out of town. I go out of town. And I come back. You know, I don't think anything's weird. I don't think Jared's double-crossed me or hurt my soul in any way and then months later like casually in passing he's talking to somebody and he's like oh yeah that that's the place that um this girl and i went to go like get coffee i was like when did you guys what are you talking about and he's like well we were just as friends i was like the only reason you're saying it was as friends is because she made it as friends you went in there looking for love and it really it distills my heart into a place of of violence but i I won't act on it. And that's why you're leaving Dropouts and joining Lightweights. Podcast. I I am leaving Dropouts Podcast because my co- co-host, Jared Bailey, stole my girlfriend. I think we got the intro. Thank goodness. I tried to get it for you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. The betrayal. The betrayal. Did you call him out? Yeah, I called him out. I called him out. I'd say I call him out once a month. But does he do his little Jared thing? Like, what? We're just what? friends. Well, yeah, I was just friends. And I was like, yeah, if you're just friends and that was your attempt, you would have told me. Were you both going for the blonde? Or you went for the blonde and then he went for the blonde when you left town? No, yeah, he he tried to talk to the brunette and the blonde. And the brunette, it just didn't work out. So then he moved on to the blonde. And the blonde was a very nice girl. You know, she, she was probably just seeking out friendship and he took advantage of that. He takes advantage <laughs> of women. Jared Bailey takes advantage of women. Jared Bailey is the worst human when it comes to women. Jared Bailey. Um, so I was, I was, yeah, I was blindsided. How'd that make you feel? Sad. Do you, did you ever overcome it? No, I've never overcome anything in my life. If Jared's at home watching this podcast clip right now. He's not. If he was. Yeah. What would you want to say to him? You need to stop objectifying women and calling them objects. And you need to stop saying that males should be back on top. And and I don't like your white power tattoo. I hate it. And I also hate your upside down feminist tattoo and depicting that feminism is of the devil. Do you keep this stuff in your podcast? What? Like all of this? Yeah, 100%. This isn't like a lot for you? No, is this a lot for you? No, I'm just trying to understand. No, yeah, we keep anything in there. You're crazy. Why? You're the one that hasn't blinked. Why am I crazy? (laughs) (laughs) You still haven't blinked. I don't know what you're doing over there. Why am I crazy? Don't just look at me and go, whoa. I've asked you three questions and you've just looked at me in awe. What's your move for girls on DMs? Um, You kind of remind me of a Matt Reif type of guy. Are you macking it? He's one of my good friends. Bullshit. R- wait, really? We've been friends for years. Oh, I've never seen you get serious about anything. Oh, I just didn't think. I th- I thought you were making a joke. That's the one thing you get upset that that I don't think. Yeah, you're we're friends boys. With Matt Rife. <laughs> we're boys. He hasn't texted me back in the last two texts. If he's watching this, you haven't texted me back in the last two texts, and we're trying to make a movie, and you didn't text me back. He's on a sold out tour. He's busy. He thinks he's busy. He's busy. Yeah, he's he's busy. He is busy. I'm proud of him though. What's your DM move? Ready? Yeah. So I'm in the DMs and I say, um, I feel like we're taking things too fast. Ellipses. Ooh. Because it's fun. Right off the bat. Yeah. What does ellipses mean? 
Like dot, dot, dot. Oh. I feel like we're taking things too fast. Dot, dot, dot. Say that next time. I th- you seem like a scholar. No, most people don't know what that means. Ellipses? I've never heard it. What about Ulysses S. Grant? I know him. Okay. He's on my 50. Yours too? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I haven't seen a 50 in a while. Too busy making Benjamins? No. No. I do the Lincolns. What are their responses? Uh, the success rate is... It's okay. But usually it's a fun... It, it opens up to a fun banter. Because they understand the intent of comedy, romance, and comedy, and they kind of they get a taste of the personality, but also know that I'm in pursuit of love. And then where does that normally go? Can you get to a first date or a phone number in that same night? Of course, yeah. Of course. Yeah. What, what do you What do you mean? How quickly does it take for you to go meet one of these ladies of the night? Or ladies of the day. <laughs> or a coffee. Uh, how long does it take? Um, not very long. And when's your like, next availability? Yeah. And do they put you in pretty quickly? Put you in? Like their vagina? No. For what a you coffee talk- date. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I didn't know what you were talking about. Um, sure. Yeah, I guess if I want to. I don't usually go too often. Like I, I, I suss out the, the conversation. Out? No, I suss out the conversation. And if it's something I feel like I am not vibing with, as the kids say, I, I won't go. Oh, wow. That's pretty honorable of you. Yes. I'm not just in it for the coochie parade. Okay? And you know that. <laughs> I don't know that. I love conversation. As you can see, <laughs> I'm sitting here with you. I have a podcast. And if, if the conversation is not there and we're not on the same wavelength, I don't want to explore your body. So... Okay, you still haven't blinked. It's getting weird now. How do you spend your time? Can I give you my schedule? Please. So I wake up in the morning. What time? I usually don't sleep very well. So there's a various <laughs> amounts of of times I wake up. I feel really sorry for those type of people. Well, feel sorry for me. because I, I do. I have some of the worst sleep ever. I have the best sleep in my life I now. bet you do, brother. <laughs> Why? Because you don't blink. Because you're you get you get so much consistent <laughs> closed eye. You don't need to blink as much. What is up with not blinking this whole podcast? All right. Um, I wake up in the morning. What time? I mean, it depends. It could be seven. It could be eight. It could be nine. I was at the gym at five thirty this morning. That doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> what do I care? I don't know. <laughs> making conversation. That's not making conversation. That's cutting off my story. <laughs> Now, you sit over there while I tell you what I did for the day. I wake up in the morning. <laughs> I go and I brush my teeth. Usually, I wake up with my dog, Handsome. Um, he doesn't want to get up early. And we usually go. I saw the Alex Huberman thing. He's supposed to get direct sunlight right when you wake up. So, I try to go take him for a walk. Who said that? Alex Huberman. Mm. Ah. Really? No, I know who he is. Okay. I didn't know that that was a thing to get oh, direct yeah, yeah. sunlight right away. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just, I guess, re- regulates your circadian rhythm. So go take him for a walk. Come back. I do a little reading, if that's okay. Right away? Yeah. What do you mean right away? I just had my morning walk. I have my little energy bar, RX bar, 12 grams of protein. I have some pistachios. I sip some water. I um, Are you reading outside? No. Usually I have a, I have a sitting chair in my room that I sit in and I read on my Kindle. That's really sweet if you were like an old man. But for a young buck like you, I, I'm a little scared. Why are you scared? It's serial killer vibes. I value education. I value sunlight. I value vitamin D and I, and I value um, vocabulary. You wake up in the morning and walk your dog for the sunlight and then you read a book. Not. Yeah, what's so far? What's bad so far? Uh, you're right. Go ahead. Keep what am I supposed to just wake up? Get on. I try. Okay. I wake up and I try not to get on my phone for the first hour of the day. That's a great thing to do. Because I feel like you're starting on someone else's timeline because with all these apps, when you open it up, you are brought information and you're not seeking it out. So it's like, I'm not starting my day on my own thoughts. I'm starting it on someone else's thoughts, which is kind of like, I don't like that. So I like to have that hour, clears my mind. That's when I do my reading, kind of schedule out the day, see what I have to do. Um, I usually go work out at, I leave at like 1030, come back at, at noon. And then I usually have meetings. I do a little lunch. I got to eat all my little calories. I'm eating 330 grams of protein a day. Um, 
and then maybe I'll do a podcast, maybe a little ad read. Do you get excited for your pods? No. You get stressed? No. You're annoyed that you're doing them? No. I just don't have many of those feelings. So what do you do? It just happens and you're just Yeah, it just happens. This is, you know, this is the day-to-day. This is the routine. Okay. Pretty consistent when it comes to the emotions. Emotionless. Not emotionless, expressionless. Expressionless. Correct. Still no emotions, though. So you are emotionless. No, I have emotions. Not Just not those specific ones. Okay, so go ahead. Hello. You do the pod. We're at 3 o'clock. What's next? No one said it was 3. It could be 3.15. Um, I got to eat some more food. <laughs> and then... This is snack before dinner? Yeah. Okay. And then usually I have like another meeting. It could be outside in person. Uh, I've got to work on either some comedy stuff. I've got equity in a few companies. So I've got to work on some like projects I'm doing for them. Um, and then at night, I usually like to settle down on a good night with a movie. Usually I'm a little too tired. So I try to put my phone away. I try to do a three, two, one rule. I try to stop eating three hours before I go to sleep. Uh, stop drinking things two hours before I go to sleep. And then uh, no screens an hour before I go to sleep because I have a really bad sleep issue. So I'm trying to mitigate the risk of dementia. And that's not working for you though. Can I give you some of my techniques? No, please. Yes. Okay. I, I, I wake up first thing I do get up and go pee. Okay. I've been, I've already peed like four times during the night. So, but that's because how are you still peeing? If you're not stopping drinking water two exactly. hours before bed, I'm sick of it. I had that same issue. I, can, I went to I the doctor. I did go to the doctor, but go ahead. Did the doctor stick your finger in your butt to see if you had whatever it is? The prostate thing? Yeah. No, I had to have three different um, catheters down my urethra, and they tested my pee, and they figured out that normally uh, people's muscles contract about 450 milliliters uh, when urine is filled up, and that's when you have to pee. Mine's 150 milliliters. It starts contracting. So you actually have a small bladder? I don't know if it's a small bladder, but it's just the muscles start contracting a lot sooner. So it's like I just feel really full and I have to pee and it disrupts my sleep. So I'll just wake up and I have to go use the bathroom. But obviously that takes you out of the deep sleep, which is REM. No, separate things. But deep sleep is what you need for fatigue. Oh, so I was actually tracking my deep sleep and some nights I'll get five minutes. That's crazy. It is crazy and it hurts my brain. I chug a lot of my water starting from 5 to 8. Okay, good. And then I stop drinking water at 9 p.m. no matter what. Had a girl. And I'm asleep at 10. And I do not wake up once. Yeah, that checks out. I just have a lot to think about, I guess. Turn your brain off. Oh, easy. How do I do that? It's very simple. And I learned this at a very young age. And I'm going to share this fun fact with you. You could have just shared it. You didn't have to like. I wanted to wait for the 44 minutes. Oh, ran out of tape. That's fine. I wanted to wait for the 44-minute part. We ran out of tape. How is this? That's on the wide. We don't use the wide. Oh, okay. I wanted to wait for this very special moment. Okay. You just got to turn your brain off like a light bulb. Stop thinking. You haven't explained any tactical advice. I was watching Malcolm in the Middle as a young lad, 14 years old. Do you remember Reese? He told Malcolm he just turns off a part of his brain and he can do anything he wants. I learned that. I do that. But you're more of a Reese. I'm more of a Malcolm. Yeah. But Malcolm did it. Malcolm didn't do it. He got in trouble, but he did it. See, I don't want to get in trouble. Do you take athletic greens? I used to. You should try it. I I do heights now. What's that? Same thing? It's, uh, it's these supplements. Yeah. Very similar. I take an athletic greens and it sets me off first thing in the day. I mean, I, I did it for a very consistently long time and it, it didn't do much for me. Not not like on a making me feel good basis as far as like sleep. Like I think I definitely felt better with, but my sleep was just messed up because the pee. So athletic greens, like I felt good nutritionally, but not the pee thing. Once you switched your diet though, you didn't start sleeping better? No. Really? I know. How long have you been doing it for? A month? Zila? Yeah. Yeah. And you haven't? That's wild because once I switched up my diet, I started going to sleep easier. It's not about going. It's it's about waking up to use the bathroom. Same though because I used to, I literally went to the doctor and she stuck a finger in my butt to How save. many times would you get up to go? On a bad day, four times. Okay. On a bad day, mine was 12. That's crazy. Yeah. So I'm on pills now. They can get It gets it to like four. Okay. And on a good day, if I was lucky, it would be two. Yeah. 
on a good yeah good day for me is like four that's wild yeah you poor thing thank you everybody's going through their own thing yeah but i have good stuff in my life so you know i always the bad probably won't live as long though did you have fun at my wedding yes did you cry uh no but i did i did i thought it was really beautiful i kind of i really liked that it rained just i don't know rain at weddings is really beautiful to me because one of my favorite movies is about time and it rained at that wedding so i was excited that it rained have you been to many other weddings yeah yeah how would my all my siblings are married um you had the most beautiful venue i'd been to really 100 percent. yeah definitely I was surprised how close I was at sitting at the table. I was surprised how close I was to the people that mattered. Right. That was a little odd to me. Yeah. But thank you. We needed buffers. Okay. We had to separate people and you were a good buffer. Okay. You were pretty neutral to like everybody. Yeah. Who did you have to separate? Nobody. Okay. We were thinking of putting you next to me and Caitlin. That would, I feel like people would have like been like, (laughs) I mean, if you would have just done it for the bit, that'd be hilarious. You're right. Yeah. Did you see Heath when he was sitting? Well, Heath didn't have a placement to begin with. That was, You heard about that. Yeah. That I, wasn't well, you're sitting right next to me. That wasn't intentional. No, I, of course. <laughs> you're like, I, that was intentional. <laughs> that was intentional. No, I love Heath. Yeah, they accidentally lost his name tag. I don't know where it went. Yeah. So it wasn't on you. No, I wasn't the one setting it up. I was busy that day. Oh, you're getting... Yeah, you're getting married. Yeah. You're still married. Still am, yeah. Diamonds? You went... Did she she pick that up for you? I did. Oh, what? That's yeah. her thing. Yeah. Do you does it weird to wear I feel like I wouldn't like wearing one right there. A wedding ring? Just on this finger. Why? I don't know. I have I have like very skinny fingers. I don't know. I just feel like I feel like I would just always be thinking about it. Yeah, but a wedding ring's cool cuz like if I ever get in a fight now, it's like boom. But what about when you want to sleep with other women? <laughs> You can't do that. So you, oh, you take it off. Have you ever cheated? No. Have you? I swear. You're lying. Why would I cheat? In my notes. Okay. I haven't cheated. Even on a math test? Third grade? I didn't cheat on a third grade math test. Did you ever cheat in school? No. I was, I had the highest moral standards of anybody. Actually? Yeah. So when, so if my mom would ground me for something when I was like really little, she would, take away the tv uh from me if i went to a friend's house and i walked by tv and saw it in my peripheral vision i would tell her that that happened oh that's crazy i always wonder what would happen to people if they couldn't watch tv you're the product yeah yeah so yeah i uh no i was very i didn't cheat on tests would you Uh, get upset when you saw other kids cheating no i didn't care because it didn't involve you no I, I, I didn't really, I don't really care what anybody else does. I felt really bad actually on my Spanish test because I guess you can call this accidentally cheating. I went to go ask the teacher um, a question, just like I didn't understand something on it. And on her desk, it was a breer and it was like too open and it was just right there. And like, I, I didn't mean to like look at it. I just like just scanned my eyes and I saw it. And then that was a thing on the test. It's like, what does a breer mean? I was like, too open. I was like, I felt like I cheated, even though I didn't mean to. I felt like I felt really, really bad about that. It's pretty insane how honest you are. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I always pegged you for one of those like double crossing Hollywood types. No, no, no. I I intend to be integral. I do like a good bit and a good joke, but um, my least favorite thing is when someone says something and they don't follow through with it. Like, I feel like if you text me, I'll always text back immediately and like try to get, you know, I feel like a lot of people, they kind of play the game a little bit, and I don't enjoy that. Do you get Hollywooded around a lot by Ray Romano? Um, <laughs> yeah, he just Hollywoods me. No, he's a uh, no. He uh, he was so sweet. So I went to New York, and I uh, went to go see him at the Comedy Cellar because that's kind of where he came up, and his pictures are all over the wall. And I get there, and I was on his list, which was wild. I just went alone. And then I watch him and everybody else. And Andrew Schultz was on there, who's one of my favorite comedians. So I was like, oh, sick. I get to watch him. And then after the show, I, I went to go pay for my meal because you can eat and watch. And they're like, oh, no, Ray covered it. I was like, oh, that's so nice. And then afterwards, we went upstairs and we ate chicken wings together. And then we went and got gelato. You and Ray. Yeah. And then we walked. It was him. So my friend is Tom. 
and Tom and Ray used to be roommates and they worked on Everybody Loves Raymond together. Um, he was a writer on the show and I'm helping Tom with his PBS uh, kid show. Uh, so I met them through them. We're all in New York together. I was eating with them. Yeah, then we went and got gelato. And then afterwards, we like rocked, walked Ray back to his apartment or wherever he was staying. And then it was, it was just, it was kind of wild. Was that surreal for you hanging out with Ray Romano at the Comedy Cellar in New York? Yeah, probably because he has some of my favorite. Like, I never really watched Everybody Loves Raymond. It was just like slightly before my time. But he has two of my favorite movies ever uh, Paddleton. Not the one with the bear. That's Paddington. But, <laughs> I was thinking yeah, the bear. Everybody says it, so I always have to. But Paddleton, yeah, I've no movie has made me cry like that movie. Uh, and The Big Sick. Those are two of my some two of my favorite movies. And his movie he just came out with, I helped him promote a little bit because he came on the podcast. Um, Somewhere in Queens is the first movie he's directed, and he self funded it, and uh, it's really really good. Have you seen Welcome to Mooseport? No. Incredible Ray Romano movie. I have to watch it. He runs for mayor. Oh, that's sick. I, I love his demeanor. Have you seen The Big Sick? Yeah. I didn't remember he was in it. Yeah, he was the dad. Okay. Yeah. You got to watch Paddleton. What's that one about? It's about two best friends, and um, one is diagnosed with cancer, and they're kind of just... It's, it's it's a very low-budget movie, and they're kind of just all... They're just trying to navigate this life because really all they have is each other, and it's it's when they get the news, it's it's pretty devastating for them. Yeah. Um, but it was kind of cool to talk to Ray because he had just come off The Irishman, which was you know, like a $200 million movie. He was in The Irishman too? Yeah. So he's in The Irishman with Scorsese. And he, I mean, the set, I mean, it's like a, you're treated like a god. And then he goes from that to like a skeleton crew cast where this movie was done for less than a million dollars, 700000 probably, um, on Paddleton. And it's so beautiful, just the difference of movie making. But it's like Paddleton, I would go to time and time and time again, even though it was done for such less money. I just find it fascinating, like somebody's ability to tell stories. Yeah, that's cool. Is that what you want to do? Movies? Yeah. Writing? Uh, Acting, writing, creating, directing, like I think all of it, yeah. Do you think you'll get that same satisfaction out of what you get with your content creation though? What do you mean? Because you post a TikTok, you post a podcast, you get that immediate satisfaction. But a movie takes forever to I make. I think it's different satisfaction, though. That um, I think there's a difference between instant gratification and delayed gratification. Like, there's something about working on something for so long where it's like I've written several movie scripts that, you know, 110, 120 pages, where there's like a different sense of fulfillment. Sure, nobody's seen it and nobody's giving me the affirmations of of doing a thing, but it's like... I accomplished something like I had enough vigor and drive to get through this. So that's, that's, you know, kind of self-sustaining. Still hasn't blinked. (laughs) Did you hang out with friends and go do friendly stuff? Yeah. Like what? Okay. So my friends would come over. I love movies. This is kind of funny story about my mom. My mom was a very, big stickler with education and we used to do the minute math test you don't know what that is so you'd have a minute to do all these multiplication problems so it's kind of a big thing a lot of schools so there'd be say 50 multiplication problems uh, or i don't know how many 20 in a minute and you got to fill them all out i i filled mine out my mom's like if you make 100 your friends coming over after school i'll take you to the movies and i got a, a 98 on it or something and i went to the teacher and she's like, oh, you missed one. You did a really good job. And I just start crying. I'm like, no, I want to go to movies with my with my friend. My mom's not going to take me. And the teacher's like, your mom's going to take you. And then I got in the car. And then I was like, mom, I missed one. Can we still go to the movies? She's like, nope. I was like, all right. And then you learn the rules are rules. Yeah, you got you to gotta get 100. You got to get 100 on that test. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Uh, so I spent. So then when I came to. So that was in Vegas. And then I went to. Um, South Georgia. It's just kind of sports and being outside all the time. And were you in the heart of Vegas? Yeah, pretty close. Did you ever go to Vegas? Yeah. Like as a kid? Yeah, all the. T- I mean, I lived there. Yeah, you just walk in a casino. You'd walk. You go to school. There's a stripper on the the a billboard. Yeah, that's what I was trying to understand. Is yeah. the Vegas lifestyle a little corrupting? No. If anything, it's it's you understand at an early age. That that that's like what are these people doing? You know? 
like I don't I feel like that lends to me not drinking or having big addiction issues is just because I'm surrounded by temptation city and I kind of just understood early that's like all right a lot of these things aren't great for you oh that's so interesting but I don't know yeah because you mean you would see that just like crazy drunk people and like that puts you off a little bit to alcohol um but I also don't care if people drink I just never really drank um mostly just because of the taste it sounds very childish but yeah even with some of the homeless people here because I feel like the homeless people here in LA are a different breed because they're on like heavy drugs yeah i've had i've had several friends that have been attacked yeah it's not good yeah so it's like why would you ever want to fuck around with those drugs no yeah They're bad no i've seen train spotting it's huh not good uh the, isn't that the movie with um ewan mcgregor where they all do heroin i don't know i've never seen it oh, okay yeah so there you go i saw blank god that was the first one <laughs> he's free now we only need like 45 more minutes that's easy how long do you record for? Uh, hour 10, and then we do like 20 to 30 minutes of extra footage for right, your Patreon. Patreon, then we do a drunk episode, and then we do a live Q&A, and then we do uh, some bunch of other stuff. I feel like you have so many hats. Which of all of them okay. yields you the most money financially? Um... Probably in the future will be the equity that I have in just some companies. But isn't that only if they blow up? Yeah, but I mean, even if I pulled out now, I'd make a decent. Really? Money. Yeah. How does that work? Uh, they gave you equity to help them start up, and now no, they got uh, a lot of them are established. It's it's kind of, uh, um, so like a one company is Rembrandt. Have you heard of them? Do yeah, work I just with? talked to them the other day. Oh, they work with you? I'm yeah. trying to. So I'm going out to Web Summit to speak on behalf of them. It's it's AI product placement for people that don't know. It's essentially, say we're doing this podcast um, behind me. They could put a poster that looks like it's actually there it's, um, uh, or like a Celsius on the table or anything like that. And eventually, it's you could have movies and Coca-Cola can watch the movie afterwards, realize, all right, this fits our brand and then put you know Coke in the movie even if it wasn't there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just kind of the insight of, of how I know about socials and, and things like that and, and helping them grow or connecting them with other podcasts, um, to use. So do you reach out to them or they reach out to you? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just meet, I usually just meet people through mutuals or, um, I'll meet them at like, uh, like, like tech week LA and we'll just, I'll just meet a bunch of people. And that's such a forward thinking thing though, to like, Hey, I'll help out the company for equity. Yeah, I mean, I used to go home in high school every day, and I would just read entrepreneur.com. I was always fascinated by just kind of scaling and building things. So, Are you impressed with how big you've grown your audience on TikTok and your podcast? No. Why? I don't know. I, I have no... Um, I, I, I very rarely... Like, I'll joke about it, but I don't really like, pat myself on the back. Not, in, not even it being negative. I just, like, don't think about it. How big is your TikTok? Five million. That's a lot of people. Yeah, but it's like, I don't know. Like I get, n I get no ego stroke from that. It's not even an ego though. It's just you've accomplished something that right now everybody was wanting to have. I th I think it, it could be toxic as well. I don't know if I mean, it could not be, but I do tend to hold myself to a very high standard, where it's like, okay, yeah, you've done this. And it's like, yeah, you're very capable of doing that. It's like, but you're also very capable of this being 10 times. Why, like, why haven't you figured out certain things? So it's like a constant solving of a puzzle. And you hold yourself to that standard? Uh, I try to. Why are you like that? I don't know. It's, if I'm, if I feel like I'm passionate about something and I'm capable of taking it where I want to take it while still being a decent human, it's like if I'm not accomplishing those things, that means I'm just not putting in the effort or I'm not educating myself to one day put it, be able to figure it out. Are you impressed with yourself that you became friends with Ray Romano? Uh, like, again, like I, I'm not like impressed by myself with anything. I'm not like, oh, look what you're so good. Look at you. You did. You're not your friends with Ray Romano. It's just like, it just kind of logically made sense based on it's like, oh, yeah, I have a following. 
So someone needed help growing their certain thing in this space and they were friends with someone else. And it's like, we're all in LA. It's just like, you know, do you ever cheer yourself on? Like if you no. do, that's crazy. We're so opposite. You always cheer yourself on? Not always, but yeah. like Magnus Farrell left my house the other day. And I was like, yes. <laughs> Is that the chess guy? Will Ferrell's son. Oh, Magnus Ferrell. Okay. Because that timing was impeccable. I saw I saw Will. Um, I love Will Ferrell, but I saw him DJing his son's fraternity. That was this last Saturday, That's and I so had him funny. on Wednesday. What is What does he do? He's a musician, so he oh, has sick. a song coming out. But I reached out to him before that thing happened. It's so funny, yeah. And then it happened, and it was like perfect. I have a thumbnail. I have a whole conversation point. Like, does he and, seem like a good dad? I see. Yeah, he, he, I would get that. Like incredible. And just even because I, I always feel like the real conversation of the podcast happens when you're not recording. So like we do the whole thing. We talk for an hour and then we stop. And then I ask all the real questions and they ask me all the real questions. Yeah. And judging from that, it's like Will seems like an awesome guy. Yeah, I bet. You can kind of tell. Like everything I've ever heard about him, he he just seems very genuine, like intentional about everyone, like yeah, having a good time or like not being negative. So that's pretty cool. And I've seen him in like every hockey game. Oh yeah, big sports guy. I've seen him like six times. That's cool. And I've seen Magnus right next to him every single time. That's sick. But now, now your boys. Now we're boys. That's who I. That's who I'd want to work with in a movie. Is him or Steve Carell? Just because I think it'd be so fun on set. Steve Carell would be unreal. Just going back and forth, yeah, would be pretty cool. Have you ever met anybody that you were starstruck over? Uh, Heath? Zane? Heath Hussar. Uh I'd say back in the day, I would say never really starstruck. I just don't get that way. I don't know. But I was very excited to meet um, Selena Gomez. I Because when I was first getting in, so originally I was supposed to go to like UPenn and do like the business program there, like the Wharton thing. And then I stayed home. Did you say Warden? Wharton. It's like, oh, it's just like a business, business school. school. Yeah. So I was supposed to go up there and do that. And then I stayed home in Georgia. I was like, maybe I'm going to do that later. I was like, all right, I'm going to play tennis uh, in college. Like just if I have an opportunity, might as well. And then uh, I always loved entertainment, but you know, that never feel, felt like an avenue. It just felt like a distant thing. And then Atlanta was really booming at the time. And that's kind of where I was going to school. So my girlfriend at the time she really liked the vampire diaries and would always have me watch it so it's like i knew everything about it even though it was you know it was okay <laughs> she it was definitely more for her and then i went and i went on set for the vampire diaries and then I was wait like, what do you mean you went and you went on just set. to be an extra i was like oh let's go see what this is like like they had a sign up thing they needed people and i was like oh i was like oh this is really cool i i want to do what like the real people are doing though but i was like i, I want to see what more of this is like so i, I was an extra in neighbors too and you can like see me in in the movie. It's really embarrassing. Where did they film? Um, Atlanta. I forgot exactly where, but we filmed at like a bunch of houses. So it's like I met uh, Zach Efron, like Seth Rogen. Um, but I I was in like a dancing scene with Selena Gomez, and she was like dancing next to me in it. And this was in like 2015, maybe 2016. And you could see yourself dancing next to Selena. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's in, the, but that's in the outtakes. If you type in like Selena Gomez Neighbors Two, you can see like really skinny Zach in the background <laughs> dancing. Yeah, yeah. He's got a backwards hat on with a striped shirt. Was your girlfriend at the time there too? No. Well, I think we broke up. So you just point. went just to try and out the acting thing to see what it was about. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to see if I could pull it up, but that would take too long. And then, did you get to talk to her? Yeah, I talked to her um, about bug bites, and that was it. Is that a movie? No, she had a bug bite, and she was like, how do we get rid of this? And I was like, oh, there's this stuff called Skin So Soft that's really great for bug bites. Fucking Zach Justice. Or to get away bugs. Yeah, and she's like, oh, see, I'll, I'll have to try that. And Zach then, coming in with the liner. Yeah, and then she had to walk away. And I was like, okay. Sorry. And then you tried the liner again on Zach? No, Zach uh, Zach had a better in because my acting teacher, they she played his mom in, I think it was Dirty Grandpa was the movie so i just i was like hey what was it like to work with um her well thanks so much for oh quitting. is this it huh is this is it thanks so much for quitting dropouts oh yeah i'm sick of it and for coming on here yeah so that was pretty sick pretty cool thanks for watching lightweights podcast leave a hate comment Ilya's coming back next week get psyched lightweights out
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.